The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a plan. It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're... We're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, we can be exactly what we need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue. I say you that with that. A, yeah, I said, mm-hmm. that, I said that one with authority. Good issue. Issue. Oh, it's not even the right effect. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another issue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to wind up take this thing away from him. <laughs> You know, I don't know why, as as annoying as that horn is for some reason, it just makes me smile when I hear it. I Meanwhile, in a small corner of the city, and the home of real bad pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, only thing that you need, Mike, is like a whole DJ setup, which you kind of have that already. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, let's see. You, you want drum beats? <laughs> Dude, uh, I see. No, uh, I, I am not responsible. I am not. Add a little brass. Oh, <laughs> but Eric, it's almost like the so- the sad trombone. Yeah, almost. It, it, it could be. It, this could be 1966. Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mike says something silly. Eric goes to throw a punch. Ah! Uh, oh, oh. Kylan, Kylan goes to check on Mike. Does he still have a heartbeat? <laughs> oh. And, and the and the live studio audience finds it funny. <laughs> see field agent see what you get when you when you come and you 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 join us for our, our weekly meetings because you'll be real hard pressed to find this quality entertainment without having to pay a cover charge and a two drink minimum I, i'm telling you i'm yeah. telling you it's 
If we were the Bad Batch from Star Wars set in Marvel, huh. I see Eric in many ways as Hunter, even though Eric claims I'm the lead of the group. Personality-wise, Eric's Hunter. I'd be like Echo because of all the tech. And Kylan, you, you'd be tech because of the tech. This <laughs> tech does more work with the... Actually, no, I think I would be more tech because of all the gadgets, and you'd be Echo right. because of slicing and, and dicing. There you go. I like the slice and dice. <laughs> so I've been called worse. So here so here's the fun part. We we find Agents of Shield figures, get those three Marvel or Star Wars Black Series figures, take the heads off of them and put them on the Agents of Shield. <laughs> Heck with that. I want to find our our Hero Forge model heads and put on them. Oh, that would do it too. Exactly. I I would not mind finding inexpensive shield bodies, the Marvel Legends shield bo- shield agent bodies. If mm-hmm. you're a, if we could get the heads, you know, there's there's an alternative. We really should just hit up occasional co-host and friend of the show, John Tyler Christopher, to do some action figure variants of us. I I, I would love to. See- I still want to find the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. blank covers. I want to get three of them, and I still want to send it to him to have him do the three of us up on, on covers. Three. Well, no, all three of us on one cover. Okay, well, that works. For, for, for all three covers. It's the Intrepid Trio specials. They're three of a kind. I, I would I would be happy to contribute a, uh, a uh, commission fee to that. I would, too. And then if we could find another set of those and have him do... Like the the Intrepid Trio, Agents of Shield Intrepid Trio action figure Mellaway covers, <laughs> like, like the old, like the old like he did with the Star Wars Mellaway action figures. That's, yes, and then have us as above ground, underwater, suborbital volcano lair background. No, like the, your play set, I guess. Mm, oh, okay. You know, you know how I, I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah, when, when Kenner did the empty box thing. Yes, and it said, you know, you. You, you send off for, for this little display thing. Right. It's been a hot minute since I looked at that. So I may be getting the, some. The early, the early bird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, what I am thinking is, oh, is I'm on um, a great Star Wars comic book site on Facebook. And they have an album of all of John's JTC's uh, variant covers. Sweet. Oh. I'm trying to find the the one variant cover. Man, they got a lot of albums on here. Well, dude's been kind of busy. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying there's a lot of albums of just comic covers in general. Oh. I mean, this site has gotten, like, everyone covered. I gotcha. All right, so... Uh, okay. What if, huh? Well, well, I was gonna say, let me get to um, the business part. Check out our partners and affiliates. Like, if you want to get into podcasting, go check out Tascam. Great. There, there's two options: uh, the Mini Studio US32 and 42, which is what uh, Eric and Kylan are using. Uh, you can get those at BMH Photo or the Mixcast, which is coming soon. Is what I'm currently using now. Um, because I gave my mini studio to Zoe for her and her friend, best friend to do their shows on. Um, what? So the, um, the, the mix cast is a great competitor 
to uh, the Rowcast. Gives you another option. Um, I think it's really great. I kind of like it a little better. And part and partially it's because we are endorsed by Tascam. Um, some great stuff. Uh, it's a it's a great it's a great device. Uh, also to check out like Bitty Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks, all one word for fifteen percent off your ten percent off. I'm sorry, ten percent off your purchase. The Captain America Carnage and Venom Bitty Boomers are now out. It's the Captain okay. America Venomized. Uh, ah, okay. I still love my Thor. I I use Iron Man at work. So um I still have my Spider-Man that is still in the box. Okay. Just because, you know, collector value, mm-hmm. hopefully. <laughs> um the two that I have that are collectors are the my two Darth Vaders, because uh, I have both I variants. Yeah. Uh, so those stay in. I want to get a new one. Get the new one that has the lightsaber. Okay. Okay. I got you. So cap. I want the want the cap venomized for that collection. Uh, I want Spidey. I have Spidey, but I want to get uh, Venom and Carnage to, get to add to that. Uh, I mean, they're great. And they're great to have anywhere. So mm-hmm. um, also to to take out take out no check out our t public store where you get some great stuff yeah don't take out the store because oh, yeah. you know that, that would be a bad thing yeah. you can buy at dinner if you want but still you know no taking out um if you notice this week no mention of cat audio uh i hmm. i have to regretfully say um well cad has some great products out there uh that's affordable uh for the podcasters at hand like the current microphones we're using uh, the Podmaster uh, 1200 Super D uh, for under 100 bucks. I think for under 80 bucks retail, mic, shock mounts, and stand, desktop stand, broadcast style boom stand for under 80 bucks. Uh, still a great mic. So totally worth it. Um, we we have parted ways, and it wasn't our fault. Uh, our rep is no longer with Cat Audio, thus us losing our, our endorsement with Cat. So this oh, is What's that? So this 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 endorsement right here is is a freebie. This one's a freebie. Yeah, it's a freebie. It, I, it's a well endorsement. I will still recommend the mic. I would still recommend CAD at this time. Now, if a new endorsement comes down down the pike, well, yeah, sorry, I will honor the endorsement. Well, that I mean, just means there's a new endorsement opportunity. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So. Which there you may know. be. There may be. You never know. So there you go. You know, that you never, opportunity never know. is there. That door is open. Red Bear and Pizza. How about that? There you Just go. Hey, there pizza, you go. Yeah. Pizza and cookies and, and boneless wings. I'm in. <laughs> oh man. There you go. I, I you know, as you say that, I'm I'm staring at my I'm staring at my Ms. Pac-Man stand-up machine, and all of a sudden it's like nineteen 87 and i'm in a pizza hut oh father's pizza oh man that's been a hot minute since i've had one of those oh man so i the the action figure variant cover now think about this now you somebody out there pizza company you've got the opportunity to become the official pizza of mighty marvel geeks and you know Mm. what i eat a lot of pizza are you saying I may have to send a pitch to Pizza Hut, Domino's, and Papa John's? Look, I, oh, I can't take, do little, I, Oh, I can't do Little Caesars. Dude, the what? hot and ready's? What's wrong with you? I mean, in, in a bind, but no. Ah, 
I mean, my my Wednesday when I go to the comic shop, my my Wednesday is stopping by. Oh, wait, you're going to the uh, comic shop in Kent, right? Uh, no, I go to they're in uh, Cuyahoga Falls. Oh, oh. JC's Comics and Cards. Okay. Oh wait, the pizza shop you're you're talking about. That's one that's been there for a long while, though, right? Yeah. Like since the like eight like seventies and eighties, or is it maybe? Oh, you're thinking? No, you're thinking about the the other? No, the no. The, there's that there's one. Talking. There's there's one right off downtown Kent, maybe or no north end of Kent between near Kent and Cahaga Falls. Oh, uh, I, I think you know, I think you know where I'm talking about. I want to say it may be up. That's become a Waffle House now. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh I'll do. I know the place you're talking about. I want to say it's over there near um, Triple Crown. It, it, it's still there. It is still there. It's Triple Crown. Triple Crown still. is gone, by the way. But oh. uh, a new place is opening. A new place is opening up inside of it. But that pizza place is still there. Mighty fine, mighty fine pizza there. <laughs> as far as I remember. Well, you know, I mean that that's the beauty of this area. You there's mom and pop pizza places all over the place, and that's where the good stuff is. Yeah, but what, absolutely. But one of my favorite restaurants in that area is Mike's. I wonder why. Oh, I wonder why. Maybe it's because that big that big Tie Fighter outside the front of X-wing. it. X wing. Oh yeah, the X wing. Yeah, giant X wing. Why well, I say Tie Fighter? The giant X wing out front, maybe. Uh, you know. Oh, and uh, also they have. He he's a Buck Rubanzai fan. I know. He actually has he has a uh, he has a an uh, item on there called the the Buck Rubanzai. It's like on their breakfast menu, the craziest menu you will ever see. Seriously, we have a menu from two thousand or from nineteen nineteen ninety eight when my grandmother passed away twenty three years ago from when last time I was there. How many how many pages was it? I think it's just a triple fold out. That thing, that that thing now is four pages. Seriously, yeah. and, and it's like fine print all the way through. Best best item on that menu, Eric, is the leftover or the day old chili and cheese omelet. I don't know if he still has that. Are you I kidding have to me? Check to see. I was like, any of you listening to this podcast thinking that we were going to be talking Marvel tonight? <laughs> 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 Oh, sorry. So, he started so, talking about Mike's place. We're I'm sorry. Pizza. It's pizza he night. Ta- yeah, pizza night, y'all. Tonight's tonight's episode 356. <laughs> what if the guys talk Marvel? <laughs> Put this on pause. Order a pizza. Once you get it, hit play, and you're good. There you go. <laughs> what if a mozzarella episode? I, I, I recommend Pizza Hut, the Detroit style, with an order of boneless wings with their Wing Street wings. The honey, the honey barbecue. That's Mike's, re- that's my that's rec- Mike's recommendation. That's my recommendation. There you go. Actually, one of the best pizzas I ever had was right there in Mike's uh, neighborhoods or stomping grounds. Um, Blaze? Or, huh? Blaze? No. 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 At um, Emerald's place at uh, Universal City Walk. Oh, it's not gone. Oh, well. Blaze at Disney Springs is my favorite. Is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. For ten ninety nine, you could create a pizza however you want with as many toppings as you want. Yeah. 
they would name mine. They would adopt it for their own menu, and they would just call it the Carnivore Special. <laughs> hey, whenever we do decide to do a Mighty Marvel Geeks meetup here in uh, at Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. three families are going to have to go to Blaze and just chat. But speaking eat. of chat, we better start talking Marvel because we start talking pizza now. I'm going to leave this recording and go get me some. See, yeah, we need to... Yeah, cause I, yeah, no, because my right. stomach started to growl. I already watched uh, an episode uh, of a travel show where they were in Memphis, and I'm already homesick, already hungry. We're talking pizza. Yeah, we, we need to talk Marvel. <laughs> yeah, thank God we ain't talking about ribs. Oh, no, no, please, no, no please. No, no. Please, no, okay. no. So so we know the McRib is back. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm very good. I'm good now. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Right now. <laughs> thank you. Who's the other who's the other fast food chain that just came out and said that they're gonna have a, a rib like sandwich? Uh Arby's. Arby's. And I will tell you this, Arby's uh they're it's coming from the same company that makes their brisket. That brisket is the bomb. The brisket is pretty good. All right. Now, not everything that Arby's you know rolls out for limited stuff works. They try they try to venison. Sandwich for a while. They did. Oh, that was yes. horrible. That was horrible because because they didn't slice it like they did everything else. Right. Well, it wasn't cooked. It was, right. a, it was a chunk, and it reminded me of these 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 quote unquote chicken breast tenders that you get at Walmart. The great value. Oh that, yeah. That you could use them as hockey pucks. Probably. So yeah. Anyway. Anyway, as is mentioned, we got two episodes of uh, what if to talk about. Uh, and by the way, the variant cover I was talking about is in the Skype chat. Okay. All right. That would be a fun one for the Intrepid Trio from John that as well. That would definitely be a fun one for the Intrepid Trio. So uh, we are going to do our Fantastic Four giveaway or takeaways giveaways. Hail Hydra. No, 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 Thursday. Wait, we. We had enough of that. Just kidding. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, as we just glitched, which you, our field agent, fellow field agents, never exper- didn't experience because of the way, the way we record. Um, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, we we Skype just decided it was going to like freeze us randomly and kick us individually out randomly. But uh, yeah. so, uh, no, hey, let's let's talk some Marvel before they decide to do it again. So, right. uh, like I said, it is our. Oh, I wish there's an easier way to get to these banks. We are going to do our fantastic four takeaways, not giveaways. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I think I'll start us off uh, for episode eight, which was "What If Ultron Won." One of my big takeaways was the uh formation of allies between strange and the watcher that even though it was near the end of the episode it's like you want help yeah i can help you no it, it no i i thought episode eight ended it, i liked the way it ended mm-hmm. because, you know when the first time you see strange and the watcher interacting uh strange is like begging him to you know to fix that and he says no 
and basically says, you know, you're, you're trapped in a prison that you made. Um, and so, yes, when the watcher like escapes to his little bubble, looking like spaceship earth on the inside, (laughs) no Phoenicians though. Yeah. No. Or Galileo (laughs) press or or Gutenstein press. I'm sorry. Better. So I love that. Do I really have to say it? He goes, oh, yeah, that <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite interactions in both these episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mm-hmm. like right by the end of episode nine, they were at least acting as if they were friends. Yep. Right. Uh, so, Kylan, your your first takeaway from episode eight. Um, it seemed to be. Probably the absolute worst case scenario that could ever happen. I mean, it, 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 if, if you had to look at worst case scenarios, if you looked at that, you looked at Infinity War. Um, this makes Infinity War look like just a bad day. Yeah. You know, and yeah. So um, it seems like that they they took they they looked at what they saw with an an infinity gauntlet or infinity stone owning ultron and gave us the worst uh scenario imaginable right yeah i i think this is as what we saw out of infinity ultron was really more like the uh, the Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet in the comics. I mean, mm-hmm. it was that level of that was that kind of power levels. Yeah, mm. and I think we saw more. We see an, we see an Ultron that's closer to the Ultron from Age of Ultron as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, even though that would probably be my honorable mention for episode eight. Throwing it out there, mm-hmm. uh, Eric, your first takeaway. Okay, now my Fantastic Four is encompassing both episodes. But uh, my first one is is taking place in episode eight because I am just calling shenanigans, straight up shenanigans on the whole Ultron versus Thanos battle. There is no way Thanos would have been taken by surprise that bad if he's already got all those other stones. Exactly. No, wait, wait, wait. I thought we were doing takeaways for each episode. Are we not? Or are we doing combine? No, no, I thought we were going to combine them. Oh, okay. Then I need to rethink. Okay. <laughs> I need to rethink my. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> on, on the other hand, now a battle of Ultron versus Thanos that would have made for a cool episode in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you've got you've got Thanos trying to claim that Mind Stone, and Ultron climbed to claim the other five. That that's a battle I would have loved to have seen. Who's to say that's not we something we may have seen in the episode that obviously, as we're coming to find out with episode nine, would have been Gamora and Iron Man. Yeah, what Iron if, Man car. Yeah, right. What if it, it was Iron Man and not Hulk on the car? Yeah. Well, Gamora. that one probably shifted to that one shifted number. to season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which now explains why we have that Lego set, and it doesn't make sense why we have that Lego set. Mm-hmm. Which now, all along, we had that Lego set, and that was going to be an episode. 
And now I really want that Lego set. <laughs> okay. Just to have that what if. Because that's the only other what if set, isn't there? Well, there's also the Hydra Stomper one. I have the Hydra Stomper. Okay. That's the only other one that I can remember off the top of my head. Yes. And then there's the figures from the blind packs, which yeah. I got a new figure. I got white vision. I sent y'all pictures. The laptop yeah. accessory is awesome. I want to find more of these laptops. Okay. Clear keyboard, clear screen. There you go. I'm sure you go on BrickLink. You can find them. Uh, not yet. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> second takeaway from the episodes Two episodes. Um, possible tie-in to, to Phase Four. What I mean by that: um, one, Widow gets placed into a timeline where they need a Widow because she didn't want to go back to her timeline because she'd be by herself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's to say the Widow? Well, obviously, we saw her into a timeline the where she was killed with the Avengers, and they bring Captain America out of ice. Yeah. Who's to say that can't happen with the current MCU as well, movie-wise? Well, I think it would actually have more to do whether or not that Scarlett Johansson is willing to work with Disney slash Marvel again. Uh, According to her statement, after settling with Disney and Marvel, she is looking forward to more projects with the companies. Because I believe... Mm. I believe she is supposedly involved in another project, Disney-related project. Yeah, um, people say things like that when there is a settlement. Yeah, I, but I think I think she's sincere about it though. Because, she, like I said, uh, she. Let me check. I don't remember. Well, it ultimately, I don't know that it really matters. It just that's a very that that's an idea, and I'm sure that a lot of Black Widow MCU fans would love to see it. Right. Um, it's one thing to do that in animation. I don't know that the live action part of the MCU is ready for that yet. Well, she here's the three. She is filming a Wes Anderson film now that's untitled. Comes out next year. She okay. is rumored to play Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors, which I don't know if this is a remake of the musical or a remake of the Jack Nicholson. And then she's in a, in a movie called bride with the last two being in pre-production. Okay. Uh, follows a woman created to be an ideal wife, but when she rejects her creator, she is forced to flee her con- confined existence, confronting a world that sees her as a monster. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, being done by Apple on these pictures. But I could have sworn she was tabbed for another uh, for Disney project. I think there was one that kind of got axed when the whole lawsuit thing came about. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. In the Little Shop of Horror, uh, according to IMDb, Scarlett Johansson, rumored. Chris Evans, rumored. Taryn Egerton, rumored. And it's based on the Roger Corman, Howard Ashman. It's based on the play by musical by Howard Ashman and the movie from Roger Corman. So I don't know if it's, um, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm in, I'm intrigued because Billy Porter's playing the voice of, is doing the voice of Audrey too. Oh, and Taryn's going to be Seymour and uh, Evans is orange. Scrivelio. That's the dentist. Ah, Okay. I think, which I just watched the original with, or the original musical with uh, Rick Moranis on Turner Classic Movies the other night. <laughs> Sorry. Um, if you're just now tuning into 
this podcast and, and you're a recent listener, we tangent quite a bit. Yes, we do. I <laughs> like a uh, a high school geometry class in that we have like a crap load of tangents. <laughs> and we will chase rabbits down holes until they are well and truly worn out. We 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 have more tangents than a geometry test, geometry final. And that, that, and that's a lot of tangents. Yeah, that's a, a lot, lot of tangents. tangents. Anyway. Anyway. That um, was your number two fantastic four takeaway. Was tie into um MCU. Into the MCU. Yeah. Well, technically it was part of the MCU to begin with, but you're thinking I'm uh, thinking tie in more into the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Um, you know, with Wanda possibly with a future in phase four with, um, you know, the Eternals, you know, the tie-in tied to the Eternals. Yeah, you know, because, you know, okay. with the Watcher's reluctance to intervene, given his oath, you know, it's kind of the same way as the Eternals. You know, they kind of had their oath. They could they weren't allowed to step in. Well, now, now there's, everything's threatening humanity and the world altogether. And now they're stepping in. So I wonder if the Immortals are, are another tie to the Watcher. Hmm. Could you, well, it's that same. It's that same dynamic. Yeah, it's that same dynamic. Yeah, we we're supposed to inter. We're we're supposed to observe and only and not interfere, except in this one case. Correct. They're they're deviants. So. Correct. So moving on, Highland, your second takeaway. My second takeaway is more of an observation, but I'm like. Uh, could Killmonger be any more obvious about his his intentions? No. I, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand how people were surprised, you know? I don't think Gamora was the least bit surprised. No, no. Well, no, she was. She had her eye on him the whole time. But T'Challa was just kind of like, you know. Well, also, they don't know him. That's true, too. You know, well, most well, of only Most one person knew him. Known him in, in any universe, and that would have been Star Lord T'Challa. And I think you were just about to say that. Yes. But these people are all from different universes, mm-hmm. and so Strange is probably the only one. Strange and the Watcher are the only two that actually know about those that are outside their own timelines. Mm-hmm. So us. Those of us watching the episode, oh yeah, we straight up know he's going to do something shady. Mm-hmm. We know he's going to stab every one of them in the back. It's just a question of waiting for it. True. I, I don't know. It just seemed, and that's the thing. Like I'm trying to, like because I have, you know, I I have knowledge of who he is. It just seemed to me that he was being pretty obvious. But then again, you know, like like you said, he's around a bunch of people who just don't know him, and they think that they're all united in one big cause. Yeah. But I just thought that he was pretty uh, pretty obvious. But that's just you know. Yeah. Well, we have the we have that luxury, that privilege of having seen what he did. Right. So yeah. Eric, your second takeaway. Okay, my second takeaway is uh, for it. Now, by the way, if y'all didn't know this, episode nine has a mid-credit scene to it. Oh, <laughs> spoiler alert. 
Oh, you're just now dragging out the spoiler alerts? Spoiler alert. <laughs> don't, don't make me go so, Zoe all, all Zoe on you. <laughs> so, yes, we're we're doing spoilerific over here. Uh, the mid-credit scene is, and I love how the Captain Carter, when we see her, they are basically replaying the, the beginning of Winter Soldier. Yeah, to a T. Mm-hmm. To a T. To a T. You know, just it makes it, it makes you almost wonder what the relationship is between Peggy and I mean, just like we question the relationship between Steve and Natasha. We question it. There's some question there with Peggy and Natasha as well. No, there's not. They're BFFs. Peggy said so. <laughs> she did. She I, did. I know she did. But. but Anyway, uh, the, the mid credit scene is they're back on that cargo ship and they make a discovery that the Hydra Stomper is being transported on board. And Natasha says, there's somebody inside. Now, of course, we all think that's Steve Rogers. Probably so. But all, why do I have this feeling that Steve Rogers, that and it's already been confirmed that we will keep seeing Captain Carter episodes in this series, like season two, whatever. Right. right. Why do I have the feeling that in this what if storyline, Steve Rogers is going to be the Winter Soldier? Ooh. And see, I, I'm, th- I was, I'm, I, I was toying with that. I could see that. I didn't think that because Bucky did not get. He did not get captured by Hydra. He did not, you know, fall off the train. Nope. This is true. And what happens if, you know, something happens, Steve Rogers gets, you know, captured and brainwashed and they turn the Hydra Stomper basically into some sort of, uh, you know, cryostasis. Just basically keep him on ice like Hydra did with Bucky. And now we're going to have that whole till the end of the line kind of fight to save the friend kind of thing. Mm. I'm not sure how well, I feel about that, but I just, she still owed Steve a dance. Yeah. And specify what type of dance. Yeah. But I'm just thinking that I, I got that feeling. Sorry. I'm not going into song on this one. <laughs> Island did it. <laughs> Not me. Peggy goes up in front of the Hydra Stomper that's been brainwashed. You know, dance off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. <sighs> that that there is funny. Um, I guess my number three. Uh, I I ended up doing them for for four for each one. Yeah. Um, well, that just means you got a couple of honorable mentions, but some bonus ones. Well, mm-hmm. I I, com- I combined the tie into Phase Four with Widow and Phase Four. Okay. Um, Wanda versus Ultravision. Just call them Ultravision. Okay. Here come all these zombies dropping out of the sky onto Ultravision, and all of a sudden, here's Wanda. Well, I, I, yeah. I love how I love the 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 interaction between Thor and Strange. He's kind of like zombies. Great idea. Oh, it's not the zombies. It's what came with them. <laughs> yep. And I was kind of like. What could he have brought with them? And then all of a sudden, oh, that. Wanda. But see, now I was like, I'm like, well, Thor? 
Uh, no, I was thinking, I was like, Hulk? I mean, and then, then I was like, oh, Wanda. Oh, okay. Because right. yeah. I was like, I don't know if Hulk is really going to be powerful enough to do anything with him, but okay. <laughs> Zombie Hulk might have been interesting. True. For about 10 seconds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, Kylan, you're... Uh, uh, to piggyback pick. on yours... Peggy's happy ending was better than Steve's happy ending. Okay. So, and I, I, my thinking is this: so, like Steve, so you know, in um, Endgame, Steve, you no, know, he he had this full life and everything, and then he, he has, then he goes back, uh, and then just kind of comes forward again, in, in a different timeline. I was going to say that just sounded so wrong. <laughs> it was okay. And I, I get it, you know, because, you no, know, Steve, that, that's what Steve wanted. But I kind of felt like for, for Peggy, you no, know, this is provided that who is inside the Hydra Stomper is the Steve Rogers that she knows, provided that that's the case. Peggy gets to have. To be in the here and now and to have Steve with her and to and the two of them get to experience this new world together. Yeah, I, I, I don't see. know that the, 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 for the romantic in me, I, I, I thought that seemed to be a happier ending than what Steve got. I'm not saying Steve's was bad, but yeah. it's sort of like, like one is a hot fudge Sunday. The other is a hot fudge sundae with a cherry on top. Okay, I can see that. Of course, Steve didn't experience all that, all those 70 years either. So when he goes back to Peggy, uh, that's, they're experiencing uh, all that together as well. And, and that's, that's true, too. That's true. Okay. One's a hot hmm. fudge sundae from McDonald's. The other one's a hot fudge sundae from Baskin Robbins. Wow. Well, that's pretty bold of you to assume that the hot fudge Sunday machine at McDonald's is working. Hey, you know what? Hey, I went to I went Facebook, to uh, McDonald's this week and and it worked. It's because Facebook was down for five hours. <laughs> but my, I mean, no, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And yes, if that's Steve, if that is not brainwashed Hydra Steve, right? Then yes, she gets her happy ending, and that's a very, very happy, happy ending, right? Because it, it and see, this is I, I was thinking about that too, and uh, somebody online was saying, you know, that was a more heroic thing for her to do than what Steve did because it's what Steve did was kind of selfish. Uh, the the situation's different because it was just. You know, you had, you know, the, the, the BBEG was defeated. Right. You had all these heroes coming to the rescue. You know, just that, that big boss battle in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Steve could have just very easily thought, you know what? I'm not really needed here. That's true. I mean, you've got, you know, you got Sam. I'm, I'm handing over the shield to Sam. Uh, Bucky is... is you know, he can do this. You know, all these other 
All these other heroes can step up and save the day. Peggy didn't have that. No. There are no Avengers that we know of. (coughs) That's true. So I'm sure that if Steve felt that Captain America was still needed in the present day, he'd have come back. But I think he just he just felt that, you know, they got this. I I can I can have this for me. Right. Right. So, um, Eric, we covered your number three, correct? We didn't actually. Number three, please, if you would. Okay. My number three. My number three is pretty simple. Viva Las Vegas is now my all time favorite battle cry. (laughs) (laughs) I, I will. I will get that drop. I mean, just it, and it even impresses Ultravision. He goes, "Oh, I've never heard that one used before." I think may be my favorite character out of all the what ifs. Just, and I don't know what it is. It's maybe just because he's so it it it's such a lighthearted storyline, right? I mean, he's out front in front of I I guess it's like the Bellagio or somewhere, Mm -hmm. and he's. And as he's fighting off these drills, like, we were going to have a date. Uh, I was going to light candles. Uh, I gave her flowers. Uh, and, and point of interest, um, Killmonger was only able to do what he tried to do at the end of episode nine because Thor went for the head and brought it with him. That's true. Oh, good point. So, so like the Clone Wars was Jar Jar Binks's fault. Yeah. What we get in episode nine was Thor's fault with Killmonger. Well, with Killmonger. Well, let's let's also look back. Thor blamed himself for the snap because he didn't go for the head. Exactly. And so now there's infinity issues caused by Thor. Yep. Which that just proves that if you watch any time certain with any particular time travel franchises this incident in whatever form it is must be a hard point then because this event yes yeah because i mean you take the head it happens you don't take the head it happens yeah but yes and and in all fairness he did warn them that he is that he is very good at attracting unwanted attention yeah (laughs) yep Uh, so my final, I loved how Zola is used in these two episodes Yes, as the mm-hmm. ultimate virus. And even though he's digital, he's, I think, was it, they, they label him at one point there. He's called analog. Yeah. Like, wait, yeah. how's he analog? He's still digital. I think it'd be more of saying he, he's more two bit, eight bit programming as compared to all the high def programming we have now. I yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. Well, I think the thing is he's able to survive he's able to survive independent of any web base yeah input. Yeah. So, I think he's in analog in that sense of it. Um he's not connected which actually Well, obviously he's not connected to what his other databases that he was dumped into were yeah since they go to the last base to get them to load them up i would think because he was set up to you know he was copied and set up to monitor the russian super soldier program 
I would imagine you probably don't want to have internet access run to a place like that. No, you no. don't. No, no, no. Oh, that's that's kind of one that you kind of want off grid. So it does make you wonder how many how many copies there could have been in the MCU. Yeah. So I I mean Redford's character says he's already cost me Zola. Well, do we know that's the only copy of Zola? True. Is there a backup somewhere? So this is true. Yeah. So Kylan, your final takeaway. Natasha seems to have uh, picked up a few skills since we last saw her. Like she's gotten really good with that shield, and she she seems to uh, have been practicing with uh, with Clint's bow. What else has she got to do? Oh, at this point, at this point in time, it's just her and Clint. Clint's dead. Yeah. But when we see her, it's not too far after the events of her episode. True. Because, you know, she's she's fighting off the Ultrons and it's her oh, Ultron yeah, right. that were okay. that that is causing the mess of these two episodes. Right. So and it kind of makes me wish that she had carried her shield into her new reality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine her with a shield? And Clint's bow. Oh my goodness! But she would be almost she's, she would be almost Taskmaster level. That's that exactly point. where I was thinking. But it and now I want to see that Avengers lineup. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. We know Captain America. We know Black Widow. We know Nick Fury. Right. Who else? So yeah, I I, I get the idea that we're still gonna see that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we see Falcon. Now, here, here's a quick going back to um, the Hydra Stomper and is Steve in it? Does he become uh, the new quote unquote um, Winter Soldier? Is his activation hashtag Steve, 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 I heart Steve? Oh my gosh. Zero seven zero six. Oh, that would be Colson's. Or zero seven zero four. Is that the activation? <laughs> mm, I doubt it. I would kind of doubt that as well. All right. I just had to ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to ask. He knew it was coming. I, I knew hope. it was coming. I hope. Mm-hmm. Let's just say we're not surprised to see it. So, uh, we did. So, Kylan, you're. Or my to Eric. Yeah. Whose final okay. takeaway is it? It is my final okay. takeaway. Sorry. Thank you. And welcome to my final Fantastic Four takeaway of the week. And it's actually taking off of yours a little bit, Mike. Because it's about Zola. When I saw that there was a copy of Zola there in Siberia in episode eight, this this is something that I have been hoping to see ever since the first Captain America movie. In that movie where you know Cap, where Steve is is rescuing Bucky basically, and mm-hmm. Zola is is hurriedly stuffing stuff down into a briefcase trying to make his getaway. Some of the things that he stuffs down into his briefcase are sketches, concept art, blueprints for the robot body that we see him in as the comics. Mm-hmm. You know, basically where you've got his face there where the, th- where the, the robot body stomach would be. Mm-hmm. And it's right. just like a camera for a head. Right. Yeah. I have wanted to see that 
ever since I first saw that movie. Mm-hmm. And so when we said, oh, well, there's another Zola here. I was thinking, maybe we'll get to see that. Well, dadgummit, if I didn't get just that almost once Zola took over Ultravision's body. Yes, true. Yes. Because we when I saw the picture of Zola in the chest of Ultravision, I just I probably damaged the recliner. I was I was banging the arm so hard. Just so. Yes, yes, yes. (coughs) Because when I saw when I was watching episode eight, I was thinking, well, maybe that's what, you know, that last, you know, Ultron drone, the Zola drone, I called it, Mm -hmm. uh, would wind up evolving into because, you know, now he's got to have legs. So he builds him legs, kind of like Lieutenant Dan. Right. But now I'm wondering what happened to that Zola drone. Very true. I mean, did Natasha just finish the job and destroy it? Or is it wandering around that lifeless earth now? Mm, Good question. And might we one day see that again? That's true. Possible. But I got my Zola body. I got my Zola body. (laughs) So that was a nice payoff for me because that is something that I have. Like I said, I've wanted to see that since Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm -hmm. And I got at least a version of it. I mean, it was close enough. Absolutely. Yeah. So that that's it. It was it, it was like a personal thing, but I I, I'm glad I got it. <laughs> so is there a moment that uh, disappointed you in these two episodes? You mean aside from the Thanos Ultron fight? Yeah. Besides that. Uh, mm, no. Um, actually, I was a little... I, disappointed is not quite the word. It made me want more. Yeah. Like there, there's a shot of, uh, there, there is a shot of T'Challa and Peter Quill shooting guns. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and they were fighting ego when we, when we come across them, it makes me wonder, and we may still see this. What, you know, is, is Peter Quill, still celestial powered. It's true. True. And also I, I, I am disappointed that we did not get to see the Sakar story with Iron Man and Gamora. That, uh, right. I was going to say, that's my disappointment. The whole series. Yeah. Because now it clearly episode nine was supposed to take place after we saw that. Right. But now, now that's going to be out of sequence. Yeah, unless they got plans for it, and they're gonna redraw. No, it, it, it's out of sequence. Yeah, I mean they could drop it as the first episode of season two, right? And it's gonna be out of place because we've already seen the aftermath of the effects hmm. with with uh, with episode nine. I mean, but what if they reworked it? I mean, what if they took that concept and that's gonna be a lot of reworking. It would be. I mean, I because I couldn't see them oh, just no. dropping it, you know, at the beginning of next season, and it's already in it's a out of sequence story. You know, the only way I could see them salvaging this is to give the watcher an intro saying, "Yo, we we know about Gamora fighting for, you know, the, as part of the Guardians of the Multiverse." 
But how did she get here? Basically setting up saying, hey, this is a prequel to what you just saw. Yeah. Right. This is That's the story. Behind the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So um, to continue on, WandaVision is getting a spinoff with Catherine Hahn. It was Agatha all along. Yep. <laughs> Which when I was out on, with COVID, she had she apparently did a show on uh, HBO that I found quite intriguing that she would do. Um, I'll tell you guys off air. <laughs> Other people, they could go look it up on IMDb. <laughs> um, but the new series uh, based around Agatha is being described as a dark comedy. Okay. Uh, this will be under... Uh, Jack Schaefer, who will write and executive produce the series, will be the first mm-hmm. project under Schaefer's new overall deal with Marvel Studios and 20th Century Television. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, um, it'll be quite interesting. Uh, aside, uh, this is from comicbook.com that I'm paraphrasing stuff from. Um, aside from WandaVision, Wanda and Vision, Agatha Harkness played a prominent role in the Fantastic Four franchise. It was actually Fantastic Four comics of the 70s that first introduced her as the governess of Franklin Richards. Right. Son of Reed and Sue, who is a powerful Omega-level mutant capable of warping and changing reality with but a thought. Uh, she fought mm. beside the Fantastic Four until eventually moving on to become Wanda's tutor. Agatha eventually was killed by the Scarlet Witch during the lead up to the House of M. Mm. Have I not been kind of uh, you've, you've, you've hinting thrown, towards that? Yeah, thrown that out there. Um, I have gotten lost among all the Mephisto theories. <laughs> Sorry, the M with the way the curtains were in the windows was not Mephisto. It was for House of M because it was a house with an M. Um, and now that 20th Century Studios is part of the Disney franchise, and they've already said they're going to be maybe not with Phase Four, but building into Phase Five, mutants. You know, I think I will always want to know which fan theories were lining up with what they had planned. Right. Because they did come out and admit, yes, we changed some things around to keep from basically to, you know, confirm fan theories. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think fan theories were right? Do you, do you think they had different options or different scripts depending on, Oh, it, it's, if it's, if we had the fans no. thinking this way, we're going to show this episode. The fans were thinking this way, we're going to show this episode. And that there were very, they were able, or we're going to edit the episode quickly and change it to this. I don't, I don't think it was a contingency plan. I mean, because that sounds, that sounds kind of like a football coach doing the old down and distance playbook. It does. Well, yeah, if it it's does. Third long and they show pass, we're coming with this. Right. I think, I think they probably just go, well, crap, they've broken the code. They've guessed it. It's time for some rewrites. Right. And rewrites on the fly happen. I mean, yeah, if if you guys listen to the uh, the audio commentaries on the Lord of the Rings movies, oh, Lord, a lot of that stuff got rewritten, you know, the day before. Right. Oh, now, I would say most of it, that most of it, it, it worked. Well, if you watch right. the old uh, uh, biography shows, where they talk about the different movies. Yeah. 
like with the national lampoon stuff a lot of that was rewritten hours yeah. before yeah mm. so so I, it does not it would not surprise me to find out that they that that's what happened they said right. oh crap they're they're coming too close to the actual truth let's rewrite this right uh, we'll shoot it tomorrow right so i don't yeah, I just I want to know what fan theories they were that the, the fan community were were getting right. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Now, um, other big collectible news: Hasbro is re-releasing. This is coming from our friends over at the Pop Insider, who we need to uh, I need to try and schedule them on uh, sometime in November to discuss Marvel Holiday Toys and Collectibles. Right, it's coming. Um, Marvel is re-releasing the original Captain America Marvel Legends figure to celebrate 20 years. Okay. Now, back in 2002, long before any fans were using the phrase the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Toy Biz released the very first Marvel Legends collectibles, recreating popular characters from the comics. Hasbro picked up the production from of Marvel Legends after buying out Toy Biz in 2006, and now almost 20 years after its first debut, the line is still putting out dozens of must-have collectibles each year, inspired by Marvel games, comics, movies, shows, and more, which I have one Marvel Legends figure in my collection, <laughs> and it's Frogman. <laughs> I got two because they're just two that I never expected to ever see as an action figure, Dark Hawk and Vance Astro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my Frogman's still in the box. My Dark Hawk and Vance Astro are too. Now I we have. We have a Captain Marvel, and she's in the box. So I want to get a couple others. I would love to get the Falcon from his look Mm -hmm. from the series, but I don't want Mm -hmm. to buy all the others. No. And of course, you know, as we talked at the beginning of the show, we would love to get the bodies of Agents of Shield figures and. Mm do that uh, hero place that Eric mentioned earlier and see if we could just get heads and put the heads on them. <laughs> I would love to have, have that. That would, be, that would be, that would, that would be an amazing set mm-hmm. you know, for customs. So um, to celebrate two decades of Marvel legends, Hasbro is releasing a Marvel legend series one captain America figure, which is inspired by the original captain of Marvel legends figure from 2002. Uh, the six inch scale figure comes with a background for display and 14 accessories, including swappable head hand and the iconic captain America shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is based on the comic look, not mm-hmm. the movie look, obviously. Uh, cool. Figure will be out next spring and will cost thirty one forty nine. Fans will be able to purchase the special anniversary collectible from fan channels, which will include sites like Entertainment Earth, Big Bad Toy Story, and Dark Side Toys. Uh, one of the, besides the accessories, it also comes with a background, which looks like a panel out of a comic uh, and a stand that you could put them on. Mm-hmm. I I would consider this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean. It's Cap. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I do do know I want to get a Cap Marvel Legends figure. I want to get a Spider-Man Marvel Legends figure. I just don't know which ones I want. Um, I want to say they made a Howard the Duck, but I don't remember if he's partnered with someone. I don't know. If they had a Howard the Duck um, with the the robot from the one game, I'd be all over it. There you go. Um... 
There was a Howard made his debut in the Marvel Legends toy line in a somewhat unique position. Uh, this is from Marvel Toys Wiki. Instead of being released as his own figure, he was included as a bonus pack-in figure alongside the entirely unrelated Silver Surfer from 2003's Series 5. This is more of the comic book. Uh, he, is to, he is three inches tall and sculpted closely to resemble the character as he was depicted by artist Gene Cullen, who was the artist for the majority of the original run of Howard the Duck. I, I could go with that. Yeah. And that's the only Howard the Duck Marvel Legends figure. Mm. It's with Silver Surf. I know what you'll be looking on on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's a, like an original mm-hmm. or based on the original artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me know if Department 56 comes out with an Avengers Tower for, for Christmas Village stuff. <laughs> that would be <laughs> sweet. Um, that would be awesome. It would also be like butt heinously expensive. Yes, it would. Uh, I'm just trying to think what other what other character I would want. I mean, I want to get Spider Gwen for Zoe because uh, she loves Spider Gwen. Um, as much as I I love Gwenpool and Squirrel Girl, I have no interest in those figures. Um, I don't I don't know who who else who else I would I would look out for. That's a very good question. I don't know. Uh, if I if they if they ever did a Howard or did a Howard with the um. Oh, what? What's, it made a Funko pop up. Yeah. Um, I can't think okay. of it. You know, oh. I, I think I do know. Go ahead. It's the Funko pop from Contest of Champions where he's in the. Uh, oh, that one where he's in the. Uh, the in like the mech. The Ed- in the duck shaped yeah. mech. Yeah. 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 Give me, give me that as Marvel Legends figure. I'll take it. I think, I think I would love for a Marvel Legends figure. I would love. The Richard Ryder Nova, or oh snap, it was right right on the tip of my tongue there. Hey, the Hydra um, Stompers on my list. <laughs> oh man, my my brain just it just fizzled when I was thinking original Nova or oh original Quasar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, I I'm up for the I'm Nick up for the Hydra Stomper Quasar. Yeah. Or maybe original Nick Fury. Ooh, uh, original Nick Fury's been done. Oh, has he? Yeah, he's on eBay. Yeah, I yeah. Can, I I've got one that I'm watching, and he's at thirty nine bucks. Okay, and he has a jetpack. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I was, wish they would do an. I wish they would do an armored daredevil, like I see as part of the the Spider Man line. Right. But I don't know. If, I don't know if they if Marvel Legends has actually done one. Do that with Paladin. Ooh. Oh. I don't. I don't know where I put it, but I used to have a link that had. A list of you could go and look at all the different waves of uh, Marvel Legends figures. What's come out and it's sorted by year. I'm sure it's a Google search away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, final thoughts. I thought that was my final thought. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> how about an entire box set of Excalibur, the original lineup? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Phoenix, Shadowcat, with Lockheed, of course. Captain Britain, Nightcrawler, Megan. I would say I would want a box set of the West Coast Avengers. Mm-hmm. Or a box set of X Factor. Original collect Peter- original oh. lineup. No, the Peter David written. Ooh. Oh. Havoc, Polaris, Strong Guy, Multiple Man, Rain, and Quicksilver. Yes. Yeah, okay. Do that. That, that. that could be cool. Yeah. So Action Guido. Need I say more? If Sergio and Gonos would allow it, Marvel yeah. Legends of Gru the Wanderer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or the win, maybe. 
Um, Kylan, final thoughts. I, that was my final thought. Uh, <laughs> but I would like to. I, I I would like to see the original X Factor lineup <laughs> in, in a box set. You know, just because of my love for the original X Men team. I think it'd be I that's was the thing that probably brought me to that series. So Okay. Uh, well then on that note, Thursday, if you would please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? I can't think of anything. You guys? Thank you. No. I am one of the most powerful computing systems on the planet, and this is how we are spending our time together.